Welcome to the Frederick Democrats podcast, a recording of the Frederick County Democratic State Central Committee. I'm your host, Josh Kramer, and with me today is candidate for delegate in District 4, Isela Bravo. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, so want to talk to you first off about uh, a little bit about your background and then why you've decided to run for uh, the House of Delegates in District 4. Um, my background is I was born in L.A. Um, we were living in Los Angeles, and I was the manager of human resources for a large radar company. Um, we, I decided to stay home with my kids, and we, I started looking at schools, and I realized there was no way my kids would get the education that I wanted them to have unless we poured out a lot of money. Uh, so my husband at the same time happened to get a job offer, and it was in Maryland, and his, uh, his response was, there's no way my wife will leave her family. But I looked up Maryland, and I looked up the area, and I saw the fantastic school opportunities, and I said we had to jump on it. So we moved out here about 12 years ago. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom uh, since I've been here. The substitute teaching, um, volunteering at several organizations. I was PTA president. And so I have been interested in politics since I've moved here because our, our papers are filled with politics. It's almost like if you don't know what's going on, you're left out of conversations. So um, I've been joining different organizations, finding out how I can help uh, our community. And over the last year, like many people, I decided to get even more involved. And so for the last year, I've been uh, thinking about how I can help my community best. And I've decided I wanted to run for office and represent us in Annapolis. And so I imagine the change from Los Angeles to Frederick was dramatic. A um, little. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's different uh, change in scenery, at least. Um, but I wanted to ask you about, you know, when, when you first got to Frederick, uh, did you feel at all apprehensive about it? Um, or did you find Frederick to be a welcoming and open place? I, I understand, you know, you, you had a house fire um, and lost everything. Um, and maybe you can talk about the type of community that you found Frederick to be, especially given, you know, that, that horrific event that happened to you and your family. Well, you know, it's hard to explain my appreciation for Frederick without just uh, talking a little about about how I grew up. Um, I grew up in the inner city. On a, in fact, growing up, people would say, where do you live? And I'd say, over by Pico and Hoover. And they'd say, oh, that's where we get our drugs. And I'd say, yeah, right by there. Um, the closest park I had near me was about a block and a half away, and it was a set of swings in a median. Um, so... I moved to Frederick, and first off, it is beautiful. I had no idea that there were flowers on trees until I moved here. It's um, just, you know, it, it's everything I could have dreamed of. Um, everything I saw on TV and I didn't understand was reality for some people. So, you know, we moved here, and I have to admit, I was a little apprehensive um, as somebody who has lived her whole life in Los Angeles, where good 40% of the population looks like me in their Latin um, heritage. I looked at the stats here for Mount Airy where we were moving. Not a lot of minorities. 
Um, but we moved here, and I can tell you I, for years, never experienced any sort of over racism. In fact, people were so kind to me and so accepting. And, you know, as you mentioned, the, you know, the fire. When you lose your home and the place where your kids sleep and pictures and so forth, and um, we lost everything. And as I was sitting there contemplating it with the fire in front of me, I had friends from PTA running over with big bags. I had neighbors running over and handing me gift cards and telling me they could stay with me or they could stay with them. I had neighbors rushing to grab my kids. I had people running around looking for my dog within an hour. I have learned what community means because of Frederick and it has instilled um, a, a security in me to know that these are the people who are my neighbors. So uh, I want to make sure that we spend a little bit of time talking about some specific policies that you would like to, to champion uh, in the House of Delegates. And, you know, the, the district you would be representing uh, is, is pretty rural in a lot of places. And, you know, agriculture and farming is still a big part of Frederick's economy. Um, but, you know, the uh, there's also... A, a real interest right now from progressives to uh, work towards helping improve our environment. You know, we we've left the we're the only country now that has not that is not part of the uh, Paris Climate Accord. Do you see a way that we can uh, we can improve Frederick's economy through a combination of agriculture and environmentalism? Um, I think that's the key to it there. It has to be a combination um, of agriculture and environmentalism. You know, I, a lot of my district is covered with farms, and I am the first to admit that I have a lot to learn in how they are run. But I do know that a lot of times we come up with environmental goals, and we're not asking the people who have to implement them how best to implement them. We're kind of telling them what to do. Um, and I think there's a way to educate instead. We have programs that educate our agriculture and, and help them to do things. And I, I would like to see more of a combination from environmentalists and getting farmers' input into figuring out problems so that we come up with better solutions that are amenable to everybody. Um, nobody wants to do something that's forced on them that, that they don't understand or they might have a better way to do it. So we have to get their input. And so in, in addition to that, what would you say are uh, some of the, the top priorities that you want to address as a member of the House of Delegates? One thing that we have to look here in Frederick is our growth and how we're doing it. We um, have a lot of housing. We need more businesses to support the people that live there. We need to be attracting business. Um, and, and one part that I see a real problem is also health care and opioid epidemic. But the health care access problem here in Frederick, we don't have enough doctors here to serve the people that are here. Um, and the doctors that are here are not taking everybody's insurance. So we need more access because I know people who are waiting days just to get their first, I mean, not days, months to get their first appointment. And that's, you know, that doesn't help you if you're really ill. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I personally deal with that with my insurance through work. And it, it is, I, I'm noticing that, that it's hard to find a doctor and my choices are limited. Um, so I, I'm, I'm glad you're taking on that issue because uh, 
something that, that yeah, I've dealt with as well. Um, and then the third issue would be bipartisan leadership. We should be looking for good ideas no matter who they come from. And I don't understand why people aren't working well, together. Well, let me ask you about that because the political environment right now, it's, I, I think toxic is the only word you can really use to describe it. And, and it's like, it's not, it just doesn't feel like it's Americans having a, a, a disagreement in policy. It's if you don't agree with me, you're somehow evil. So how will you work to try to bring about uh, a stronger bipartisan spirit uh, in, in the uh, legislature? I really believe that the problem is we walk in the conversations, and, and this is both sides, where we kind of walk in with a straw man thinking that that's who we're talking to. Um, I, I had an experience where I was talking to a gentleman at an event, and he had his Make America Great hat on again, um, hat on, and he was standing next to a building, and it was windy, and he looked over and he said, do you want to stand next to me to get out of the wind? And I said, sure. So I, I stood over and we talked for a while. I told him where I was from. And I mentioned my heritage. And he looked at me, and he took off his hat, and he said, I'm sorry if this hat offends you. And I was so touched by that because, you know, we can argue all day, but here he is, a very polite man, and we just have a disagreement on the president. And we went on to talk about teachers and how we feel teachers need to be more supported, and we had a wonderful conversation. And I could have just walked away because I saw a hat, and that would have been you know, a bat on me. So uh, I, th I think we just, you know, need to say <laughs> whoever we voted for or whatever we believe on national issues that they're, de that they're debating on TV endlessly, let's just uh, put that aside and talk about what we need to get through for the next few years. I, and I, I agree. I think that's something, you know, when we can talk about the issues, um, because there are good solutions on both sides. There's there can also be some really bad solutions, um, and 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 but also you know and I'd say about this this gentleman, um, it's pretty incredible though that he realized you know with with Trump how that's interpreted uh, by some and and you know and I I wish we could get to that point where we talk about the real issues and stop dividing ourselves based on. Uh, race or gender identity and so forth. But so, well, thank you, uh, Isela, for everything that you've done in the community. And thanks for stepping up to, to run. Um, it looks like it's going to be a really busy campaign year. Um, and, and I'm excited about your campaign. Thank you. Um, I'm excited about my campaign, too. If anybody would like to volunteer or help me, I could really use it. Um, I can be found at bravo4md4.com, and that's bravo4md4.com. Um, I'm looking for volunteers and, of course, donations. It's going to be an expensive race, and um, I need to get my face out there, and I need to talk to people, so I could really use your help. Thanks. And we'll be sure to uh, link the uh, website on uh, the podcast when this gets published. Um, so uh, I've been Josh Kramer. And uh, one other thing I wanted to make sure I brought up is that the uh, Democratic Party here in Frederick County, our website is www.frederickdemocrats.org. 
I'd encourage you to go there and click the link that says Get Involved. Uh, we have a lot of outstanding candidates this year that are going to need volunteers uh, to go out and canvas and phone bank. Uh, you can also get involved with our several clubs across the county. Uh, and one thing we're really trying to push uh, this year is Club Blue. Uh, what we're asking for is small donations. It's, it's a uh, recurring donation every month. Uh, our, we're generally asking for $10, but even if you can only spare 5 or even $2 a month, uh, you know, this is a great way to, to get invested in the party and to help us help uh, candidates like Isela uh, get elected this November. Uh, so I really hope that you'll consider that. Um, but thanks for listening. The music for this podcast was written and performed by David Fitzwater, and we'll see you next time. 